In this week's Pasha, we read in the Pasha of Shema about putting on tefillin. So the Gemara says that since it says, first you shall tie them on your arm, and then it says that they should be as a sign, as a frontlet between your eyes, the tefillin shall yad, and then the tefillin shall rush. From here we learn that you have to first put on your tefillin shal yad and then the tefillin shal rush and when you take them off you should take the, off the tefillin shal rush first and then the tefillin shal yad so the Gemara wanted to know how do we know that you should take off the tefillin shal rush first before the tefillin shal yad and the Rav Huna explained that since it says they shall be as a frontlet so we see that when it's on your head on your head then it should be two. How you they should be on you. From this we learn that when the shorosh is upon you, the sholyad also must be on you at that time. That's in the Gemara. The Mechilta learns this from another pasuk, from the first time that it says about filling in the Torah, which is in Pasha Boy. It says from which the Mechilta learns that whenever the the tefillin when the tefillin is already on your arm that's when you can put on the tefillin on your head from which we learn that the mitzvah of tefillin is when you put on the shalyad then you can put on the shalresh when you take off the shalresh then you take off the shalyad so the Gemara learns it from Pasha Veschanan and the Mechilta learns it from Pasha Boy the first time that we have the mitzvah of tefillin so there are three ways to look at this idea that the tefillin shorosh has to be put on only after the sholyad has been put on. There are three ways that we can look at this. One is that it's all about the tefillin shorosh. In order for the tefillin shorosh to be properly worn, it has to be accompanied by the tefillin shalyad. This is a way of enhancing, of making perfect the wearing of the tefillin shorosh. For some reason the Torah wants that while the tefillin shorosh should be on your head, the hand one has to be on already. But it's about the tefillin shorosh. Another way of looking at it is that it's about the person. The, the person, you as a person, the Torah tells you you have to first put on the tefillin shorosh and then you can put on the tefillin shorosh. It is about the way that you put on the tefillin. For some reason the Torah considers the order that the person should put it on, first the tefillin shalyad, then the tefillin shalrosh. What's the difference? What's the difference how we look at it, which me, uh, is what I mean. And there would be a difference. For instance, if someone, if a person put on both the head and the hand one at the same time, somebody helped you, somebody was putting on your arm one as you were putting on the, the head one, so they both ended up on you at the same time. If it's an issue that while the tefillin shorosh are on your head, the tefillin shalyad have to be there, so then if you put them on together, it was so. When the tefillin shorosh was on your head, the arm one was on as well, and therefore you would be, it would be fine to do it that way. According to the second version, which is that the order that the Torah wants the person to put it on is first the Shalyad and then the Shorosh. If you put it on together, then you didn't follow that order, and therefore that wouldn't be uh, appropriate. Now there's also a third way to look at it, which is that the mitzvah of tefillin 
requires that the tefillin shal yad should be put on before the tefillin shal rosh. Not that the person needs to do it that way, but that this is the proper way that tefillin must be practiced. The putting on of tefillin must be practiced. The tefillin shal yad and then the tefillin shal rosh. What would be the, the difference in this uh, in this third scenario? If someone, let's say, forgot and put on his tefillin shal rosh first. And now he's ready to put on the tefillin shal yad. The question is, does he first have to remove the tefillin shal rosh and then put on the tefillin shal yad and then re-put on, once again put on the tefillin shal rosh? Or should he just go ahead and put on the tefillin shal yad? What would be the difference? If we say like the first one, that the reason that the tefillin shal yad has to be put on first is in order to perfect the way that the tefillin shal rosh is worn, that it has its tefillin shal yad already on or on at the same time. So then, once you put on the tefillin shal rush, it's too late to put on the tefillin shal yad first. All that it, that's required is that the tefillin shal rush needs the tefillin shal yad. So put on the tefillin shal yad now, and at least from now you have the tefillin shal rush in a perfect state because the tefillin shal yad is on as well. And there would be no reason for you to remove the tefillin shal rush then put on the film shal yad, and then re, once again put on the film shal rosh. But if we say that in the mitzvah of tefillin, the order, the proper method of putting on tefillin is first the film shal yad, and then the film shal rosh. So just because you forgot, and you put on your film shal rosh first, if you go ahead and put on your film shal yad now, you haven't done the mitzvah properly. So therefore, it would be required that you remove the film shal rosh, now start again doing it in the proper order so that you can properly fulfill the mitzvah of tefillin. And this could be the explanation of the difference between the Gemara and the Michilta. The Gemara says, as long as they are on your head, they sh- there should be two of them. The Shalyad has to be there too. The Michilta says, from here we know that when you put on the tefillin, you have to put the tefillin shalyad first, and then you put on your tefillin shalrosh. There's a big difference there. The way the Gemara puts it, that as long as they're on your head, there should be two of them, that is saying that in order for the tefillin shalrosh to be properly, perfectly worn, it has to have the tefillin shalyad as well. In other words, the first version that we talked about. And therefore, if someone had mistakenly put on the tefillin shal rush first, and now we, the tefillin, yes, and now he's ready to put on the tefillin shal yad, there would be no need for him to remove the tefillin shal rush because all he has to do is put on the tefillin shal yad, and now the tefillin shal rush will be perfect. But according to the mechilta, that who say, the mechilta says the words mikan amru. From here they said that mitzvah tefillin. The uh, what is the parameter of putting on tefillin is kishu and When he puts it on, he has to put on first the tefillin shol yad, and afterwards he puts on the tefillin shol rosh. In other words, the mechilta seems to be saying, like the third version, that the proper way to put on tefillin is that you have to start with the shol yad and then go on to the shol rosh. What what happens if you started with the shol rosh? you have to take it off and start again so that you can do the mitzvah of tefillin properly. And this explains why the Mechilta insists on learning it from the very first time that the mitzvah of tefillin appears in 
the Torah, which is in Parsha Bay and the Parsha Kaddish. Kaddish Likobcher. The reason is because since the Mechilta sees the order as being essential to the mitzvah, that this is mitzvah tefillin, it's obvious that the Torah would have given you an essential condition of the mitzvah of tefillin in the very first time that the mitzvah of tefillin is told to us. But according to the Gemara, that this is one of the details of the mitzvah of tefillin, that, it's, that as long as the uh, head one is on, in order for that to be proper, the hand one must be on. That's a detail in the mitzvah of tefillin. So we often find that details of a mitzvah show up later in the second or even third time that the mitzvah comes up. We learn more details about it. And therefore, points to a later appearance of the mitzvah of tefillin because it's not an essential detail. Since everything in, in uh, Nigla, in Halacha, and so on, has its reflection also in the Hasidic, in the Avoida of Ayid, so therefore there must be something about Tefillin and the difference between the Tefillin Shal Yad and the Tefillin Shal Rosh also in the Avoida of Ayid. What is Tefillin Shal Yad in the Avoida of Ayid? It is the Avoida, the Tefillin Shal Yad represents the dedication of the heart. The heart means the Yirah Shemayim, the fear of Hashem, Kabbalah's oil, submission to Hashem, and so on. Tefillin Shal Rosh represents the mind. In other words, the study of Torah, and so on. So first of all, the fact that the Tefillin Shal Yad come first, teaches us that before you can begin to study Torah, you first have to have Yirah Shemayim. That, you, as the Mishnah says, Yirah Kedemes L'Chachmasei your fear of Hashem has to come before your wisdom, before your study of Torah. Then comes the second point, that as long as the tefillin are on your head, the tefillin shalyad have to be there. What does that mean in Aveda? It means you shouldn't think that as, as long as you've started your process with Yerushamayim, now that you're into Torah, you can just go ahead with Torah and the Yerushamayim sort of, okay, we're done with that. It's, uh, you know, we prepared for the study of Torah. No. As long as you are the head filling around, which means as long, as long as you're involved in the study of Torah, the Yad has to be there, the Yer Shemayim, the foundation of Yer Shemayim must still continue to be there and be focused on and taken care of. We know that Hashem also puts on filling, as it says that whatever, Hashem, whatever mitzvah Hashem tells the Yidin to do, He Himself does. So, what does it say in the filling of Hashem? asks the Gemara, and the Gemara asks, answers that just like in the tefillin of the Yidin, it talks about the greatness of Hashem, in the tefillin of Hashem, it talks about the greatness of the Yidin. Mi ka'amcha ki who is like your nation, the Jewish people, one nation in the land. That's what's in Hashem's tefillin. In other words, Hashem's tefillin are talking about the greatness of the Jewish people. They express the love of Hashem to the Jewish people. What is the Tefillin Shalyad? The Tefillin Shalyad expresses the love of Hashem to the ordinary, the simple people, the ones that serve Hashem through Kabbalah soil. They're not perhaps capable of uh, the higher realms of study of Torah and so on. The Tefillin Shalrosh, they express the love of Hashem to the, to the scholars and to the sages and so on. So the idea that the Tefillin Shalyad come first expresses this, the idea that Hashem's love for the Jewish ordinary people, the people that serve Hashem through Bittl and through Kabbalah soil, that's where the, the, it all begins, it begins from that and only then can it go also to the scholars and the sages 
Why is that? Because the, the external level of Kabbalah soil that we have, it is tied into the essence of the soul, to what is truly Yechidah of Efesh, which is the true level of Bittl, the innermost and the deepest level of Bittl is tied into the very essence of the soul. And because a, the ordinary Jews serve Hashem in a way that is connected to the very essence of their soul, that transcends even the service of Hashem through the higher levels of study of Torah and so on. And therefore, it begins, and Hashem's love is expressed to the ordinary people even more, more so than to the sages.